0: This is the Average to Savage Podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Average Savage Podcast. Our special guest, again, is Lexi Brown. Lexi, how's it going? Good. How are
1: you? What is this, the fourth time? Third time? Four four in a row. Four in a row. Sort of five. Yeah. When did we... Oh yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. Because so we didn't do them before this season started. We're doing it after instead, right? When did we usually do these? Like before the season started or like in the middle? I'll
0: bring up the bring up the stats for you. So 2018 was when we did the in person It was like during
1: media day and stuff.
0: Okay, that was like the preseason. Uh, 2019 was at the end of May. Okay, so that was
1: 2020
0: beginning. was in July.
1: Okay, COVID. And
0: then, 20, oh, yeah, yep. And then 2021 was in December.
1: Just okay. Got Just that got was it. in. Was I home last um, I was yeah. back. I was, in, I was back from France. Okay, cool.
0: Because uh, <clears throat> I remember you were about to play in the. athletes
1: unlimited
0: yeah yeah yep so that yeah i i literally actually wrote that because i was i was curious about the same thing i was like when do we do these usually so yeah so let's go uh let's go with the the basketball the boring the boring stuff first (laughs) so yeah you played in uh athletes unlimited last year um it did really well their social media and all that stuff was on point. I know uh, I'd say they did a little better than the, you know, the main league, but we'll, uh, we won't say. Way better.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, how was that
0: experience? I know it uh, it seemed like you had a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it was so fun. It was nice to, like, be a part of the first group to do something. Um, You know, they have a thing called the Player Executive Committee. So, it's um, four players that basically – leading up to the season, recruit players, decide who gets signed, uh, talk about rule changes, Um, you know, basically every decision that's made, you know, we don't like 100% make the decisions. I think the only decisions that the PEC really makes is like what players get to come and go and a lot of the rules. Um, So prior to signing to go play in France, I was a part of that PEC uh, but then when I decided to go to France, I was not able to be on the PC anymore, but I pretty much told them, I was like, okay, I'll be back. Um, probably will not stay overseas the whole season, so I'll be back for for AU. Um, this year I'm back in the PC. Um, you know, I'm not going overseas, so um, we have a lot of players coming back. Um, some new players that are interested, which is really cool and exciting. Um, I think a lot of people just saw how fun the environment was how free-flowing the basketball was like you said their socials were on point Um, they gave everybody a space to tell their own stories and be who they are and um, they I mean they as as the season like started shaking out yeah a lot of certain players were highlighted a little bit more based on their gameplay which was expected A lot of them just happened to be WNBA players, which was also expected. I think it was also cool for some WNBA players that, you know, haven't really been able to show their all-around game in the WNBA, come to Athletes Unlimited and pretty much put, you know, all of their skills um, on full display for everybody to see. So, I mean, I think that was my favorite part. Um, And then also just seeing some of the players who never really gotten a fair shot at making a WNBA team or have never been to a camp, you know, get invitations to to training camps. Um, and overall, it was just, like, so much fun. Like, it was just such a nice environment. You know, we had some bumps in the road, um, you know, some people and, you know, rules and things like that. But, again, it's, like, all a learning process, and that's what happens when you, you start something new and you're the first at something. Um, so we're just really excited to get started in for season two.
0: Yeah, definitely. And <clears throat> that was in Vegas, right?
1: It was in Vegas, yeah.
0: Gotcha. And then, yeah, going into the, the WNBA season, um, you were on the Sparks this year. Um, I'd say you had a career year. Uh, you started the most games you ever started, played the most games you ever played by one. Uh, <clears throat> so how was how all, all that?
1: Um, it was fun. And I think that, um, you know, even I found myself overshadowing that second season I had in Minnesota, which, you know, I feel like on paper – was almost as productive as this year I just had, um, with less minutes and not having us, you know, starting role on the team. Um, but it was nice to be on a team to that I was valued on. My skill set was valued. I felt like I had a real role on the team, which was, you know, make outside shots and play defense. Um, you know, we kind of went through a lot of weird stuff. During the season, you know, we lost our coach, we lost a teammate, um, mid season, you know, she decided to, you know, take some time for herself. Um, and just overall, there's just like a lot of, uh, internal change going on with the organization. Um, but I think that, um, I had to make an effort this season to show again, even though it was my fifth season, that basketball is what I love to do. It's what I'm passionate about. It's what my number one focus is. Um, and then going to a city like Los Angeles you kind of have to prove that a little bit extra to the front office your teammates the coaches because there's a lot going on in LA and you can't get caught up in the LA lifestyle in LA life which you know I 100% understand un- or understood um, but you know me I found a way to enjoy LA um, but stayed really locked in in the season and you know my goal was to be one of the best shooters in the, in the W and I think that up until like the last 10 games of the season, I was probably that, Um, you know, I was dealing with a foot injury towards the end of the season, trying to, you know, get us into the playoffs. But, you know, I think too, there was too much, it was the season, the drama that we were having and, you know, us trying to just be strong and, you know, save face and stay positive. You know, you can only take so much as a group. Um, And I think just towards the end of the season, a lot of us, just kind of ran out of gas and emotionally were drained uh, because I really do think that we had a playoff team, a playoff caliber team, um, and a team that really cares about each other and a team that wants to play hard for each other. But I think after a certain point in the season, it was just kind of like everyone was just kind of emotionally spent from trying to, you know, not look awful to everybody else. And I think when your job is to perform on the court, you have to be able to focus on, performing on the court and I think a lot of us were not able to do that last season I think that's why you know we set ourselves up to be in a really good position and then you know towards the end of the season we kind of just died out but um you know the morale was high at the end of the season you know energy was good vibes was good I felt really good about this season like you said it was a career year for me um and I think we have something special you know that we can build in LA but you know I'm an unrestricted free agent um you know I would love to go back to LA but I think I put myself in a really good position to, you know, not be, you know, 100% dependent on, you know, L.A. making the move to keep me there.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, do you go back – I mean, I could tell you look at your sets, but, like, how often do you look at your sets?
1: Um, this year I was looking at my three-point percentage a lot um, because it was well above 50% for a little bit, which I was like, that's pretty cool um because I've really worked hard to you know get my confidence back in my shot and you know when I was in France you know I was shooting the crap out of the ball and in AU I was shooting the ball really well um but other than that like I look at my turnovers um fouls uh you know I like to have some steals I, mean, I don't really get as many steals this season as I have been in the past but um I was really locked in on that three point percentage because you know, I say all the time, like, how important role players are on teams and specialists are on teams. And you look at the NBA, you know, you have your, like, one-two punch or your one-two-three punch or big three. And, you know, outside of that, one, two, or three players, you know, you have some really important specialists and role players and hustle players. And then even on the bench, you have, like, energy players, you um, and things like that, and I think with the NBA, you know, obviously they have just more money, more space, more more spots, whatever. We know all of that, but they're able to place a dollar amount and a value on these role players to help these teams win. And I think that the W has to do a better job of valuing the role players because they matter. You know, you get the aces. Uh, Baby like saved them in the in the uh, last game, the finals game. You know she went off off the bench. You know with all those threes. Like when the, you know I wouldn't say that the the big three was struggling, but they needed that you know extra. Mm-hmm. And you know you look at you know a lot of the teams that have won in the past. Like they always have that you know one player that's like just pushes them over the edge. And then when they win the championship, they go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Because the team that they were on doesn't have enough money to keep them there or just doesn't make them feel valued enough for them to stay. And I think that's that's something that we as a league can do a better job is, you know, building teams instead of, you know, just having everybody bouncing around all the time because, you know, that's you want to see teams that are dominant, obviously, but you want to see more parity in the league also. But like, you know, sometimes a role player is not meant for that star role. And a star is not meant for a role, but, like, if you put them all together, you have the perfect mix of, you know, personalities and, and roles and specialists. Like, you can have a really special team. Um, so I think that, you know, for me, you know, I I didn't come into the W thinking I was ever going to be, like, a star, a superstar. But, you know, I really thought I could have a really long, solid career being really good at what I do. Um, and that's shoot threes and play defense.
0: <laughs> How much do you like shooting threes?
1: I love shooting threes. Since I've been young, and I shot I started shooting threes when I was young cause I just wasn't like very good. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, like shooting mechanics is like something that a lot of people do not care about or focus on, but I'm like, at the end of the day you gotta put the ball in the basket. So if you can't shoot, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. So it's like the shooting, I've always been a shooter and then everything else kind of just caught up. You know, I grew a little bit, I got a little bit more athletic. You know, I I found my strengths, my limitations, and things like that, and everything kind of just came together. But, you know, my dad was just like, you know, you just have to be able to shoot the ball because we don't know if you're going to be able to do anything else. (laughs) But you're going to be able to shoot it.
0: Do you you think there ever will be a four-point bucket?
1: I wanted to bring that up in our last meeting in Athletes Unlimited because we were um, talking, you know, with the ref, like the head ref who brings all the refs in. And, you know, we get to, you know, implement whatever, like, whatever rules we want to have, like, we can put in. So, like, the landing space turning into a tech, like, we didn't have that in AU last year. And then WNBA implemented it this year. So, we're about to implement it into AU. Um, And uh, the shooting, like, when, you know, like, how James Harden and Trey, like, throw themselves into people, Mm -hmm. how NBA, you know, basically took that foul away completely from both of them and then the w did the same like the veering i think it's called we put that in but i was just like i almost brought it up like can we put in a four-point line (laughs) but uh when we practiced in dallas uh christy got us into the mavericks practice so they had a four-point line on the practice court so it might be coming for the nba and if that happens then i will probably be leading the league in four-pointers for sure
0: all right. Um, I've seen you've been doing a lot of different stuff in this offseason, um, like New York Fashion Week. So how, how was that?
1: Fashion Week was amazing. Like, all I did was tweet about it. And then, like, I had, like, a bunch of people reach out and be like, oh, we have this going on, this going on. So um, I will say uh, the WNBA definitely looked out and hooked me up for that week. So I appreciate them for that. Um, got me into some really dope fashion shows. I got to meet some really cool designers. Um, My best friends came with me. Um, My best friends that live in L.A. They came out there with me. So that was really fun to experience that with them. Um, It was just cool to be able to tap into something else, but still be attached to the WNBA. So, you know, having the best of both worlds. You know, I got to see Michaela and Didi who walked in a show, which was really amazing. Izzy walked in a show. Um, So just seeing us branching out into the fashion space. was really cool and I'm glad I was be able, I was able to experience that. And I would love to go back, but I mean, I said, I, everyone's like, why are you like doing so much right now? I'm like, well, hopefully next season, I'm like in playoffs still like, or the finals. So mm-hmm. I will be able to go to fashion week. So I'm gonna experience it all right now. Cause I don't know if I ever be back here because obviously the goal is to still be playing mm-hmm. during this time. So it was just really cool to be able to, you know, experience that life um that culture and things like that because you know that's something i've never been around and something i really want to tap into so it would like fashion week is like a great start
0: those questions are so weird like i feel like people want athletes not to live a life but
1: don't even be started like this is the story of my life since i've been in college like why are you doing this why are you doing that i mean there's, there's 24 hours in a day so i think people think we lock ourselves in the gym all day i'm like do you guys lock yourselves at your job all day
0: well the no, Well the new it, thing I think I think it um might be sort of happening to people now that they were from home and then if they're somewhere out during, you know, work hours, then they'll be like, Why are you at, like why are you out?
1: Yeah, my sister I was just talking to my sister about this yesterday because um, you know, she was working remotely for a little bit. Now she's not working um from her house anymore and she was just talked about she's like, I need like a separation, like yeah. some people love the working from home i personally would hate it i hated doing online classes when i had to do them in college so i can't imagine working at my house like i agree with her like there has to be some sort of separation between work and home and i know it's probably easier for some people or whatnot, like things like that so i definitely understand that but i can't imagine like closing my computer and then like looking up and i'm like still in like my house and i'm like but I was just at work you know, and I'm still in the same place. Like I I just, I, that wouldn't be good for my mental at all. So, um, but yeah, I, I get what you mean when people like, because they work at home, you think that you're like obligated to work all the freaking time. But as I got older, my, you know, my gym time is now, you know, we keep it short and sweet and efficient. Now I'm getting a little bit older, I should be able to be in the gym six, seven hours a day. Now it's like, Two, three maybe maybe four if we playing like some pickup or something but you know we getting in and out now
0: yeah i'll say uh one i don't know about the online classes were kind of like a cheat code for me i don't know about you but like those are really like, i just i
1: mean obviously you passed them but the, i didn't learn anything easy.
0: true or <laughs> well, whatever I'm trying to get the degree right um, <laughs> all right so you know obviously i already know you and but how to do, you know, more research and just get some questions going from your social media. So, you know, um, what football game, do you, what college football game do you want to go to?
1: I want, that's so crazy. You asked me, I was just thinking about that. Since I just moved to Orlando, I want to go to UCF game. My sister went to UCF. So I might, we might just have to go to one and have her show me around campus and stuff. Cause I've never been to a UCF football game. And I heard that. She was telling me that they're like insane, so um, that's the closest university with a good football team to me. Um, and I guess I could go, go to a Duke. Duke ones? I guess I could go to a Duke football <laughs> game, but that's exactly. not
0: the same.
1: <laughs> not really the vibes, but shout out to Duke football because they're always pretty solid.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, what's your what's your what's your social media strategy?
1: my strategy yeah just being myself really i feel like twitter is if you want to know me as well as you can online you will go to my twitter um or maybe tiktok instagram is for aesthetic purposes only and the way instagram like is now it's just like if you try to have a strategy around instagram you'll lose your freaking mind um the way that they've just completely ignored what everybody wants on there. So, you know, if you want, if you want to see me looking nice on vacation in nice settings, you go to Instagram, you wanna laugh, go to Twitter. Like you want to talk sports, go to Twitter. And if you really wanna see like a mix of both, you go to TikTok. But overall, just being myself, being genuine, um, not only. Really You know, likes, you know, they are important, obviously, from like a branding standpoint, like when you want deals and engagement and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, like on Instagram and stuff, like I like to just, I like when people go on my page, people be like, oh, this is like just a nice little page. Like she got some cool stuff going on. So, you know, that's really my strategy. It's always my strategy, just me and myself.
0: Yeah, I see your TikToks, your TikToks, you got some funny ones up there. You went went viral a couple of times, right?
1: A few times. I mean I wouldn't say viral. Like I said, my most well, yeah. I get the most attention on freaking Twitter for tweeting <laughs> nonsense. So
0: I, I love Twitter, so I like the best. I
1: <laughs> love Twitter. It's so
0: entertaining. What's your uh, what's your dream partnership?
1: My dream partnership is with Peloton. All right. Another loop to go very close to going out of business. Who's going so now? they say, I mean, you know, big companies say that meanwhile, they have like millions and billions of dollars just chilling. Yeah. Um, that is my dream to work with Peloton and do some type of like ride series with them. Cause I remember that one time they had some some athletes on there doing rides or, you know, hosting like group Peloton gatherings and stuff like that. But, um I love that bike. I love the instructors. Um, You know, they changed my outlook on cycling. So um, I put that in the universe a few times. I've gotten, like, really close to getting connected with them a few times. But, um, you know, they kind of have their hands full dealing with post-COVID times. So I think maybe in the future, you know, maybe if I, like, have, like, a crazy, crazy breakout season, I'm going to just keep dropping the Peloton. You know why? How to pick career. it up.
0: Shout out to my Peloton for like, yeah, I was
1: like, let's see, like, <laughs> you look great, like, what are you doing, Peloton? Peloton, <laughs> Peloton, Peloton. Peloton. <laughs> um,
0: how, how would you describe your style and why do you like hats?
1: Why do I like hats? Okay, well, my style is very, um, comfortable, always. Um, I think I've Tapped into more of a like a street style the last like year or two. Um, you know, I love crop tops. You know, you don't work for this body and then you hide it. You know, I think some people love that. Like, I have a nice body and then I hide it. Like to me, I'm like, no, because I work really, really hard for this. So y'all go see it. Um, but I like to be able to ba- ba- bounce back and forth between like tomboyish and girly. Um, and then like kind of blend it all together. You know, I love heels, but I also love sneakers. Um, have you my know, deal with Reebok. So, you know, I've really been able to wear like a lot of shoes that I used to wear. So, you know, I've been like wearing like more like designer sneakers and sandals because, you know, I, just, I can't wear other athletic brands like that. Um, so it's been cool to be able to, you know, buy different types of things. Um, But other than like shoes and like purses, like all my clothes are like super affordable. You know, I don't really like to spend a ton of money on clothes. Um, And to be honest with you, I used to wear hats when I was younger because I was really self-conscious about my forehead. So I was hiding it a lot. And that's why I was wearing hats when I was younger. Um, And then also in college, if I didn't have, have like my hair done, I would just have to throw a hat on and that was often because I was in college and you know sometimes you don't have enough money to go get your hair done or you don't have time to get your hair done because you have class and practice and all this other stuff so I just throw a hat on you know, or a beanie um, but I feel like now I wear hats a lot less than I used to um, but then there's are just also like really cute accessories and they sometimes can just really bring an outfit together.
0: So, so it wasn't like you actually like hats?
1: I mean I love hats but like I like hated my forehead more than I loved tats, but now I love my forehead, so <laughs> I showed off more. <laughs> all
0: right, all right. That's a that was an interesting statement.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> all
0: right. Who get who gets voice notes from you?
1: Voice notes. Um, my best friend. His name is Darius. Um, and sometimes like when some nonsense happens it's too much to type and I just have to tell them and and then one of my other really good friends I sent her a lot of voice notes and then like she'll send me one back of just her laughing at me so it's like sometimes yeah I don't really send a lot of voice notes to people um because I don't really have that like there's not a lot of people that I talk to that I have that much to say to so I did send an apology to somebody a few weeks ago via voice note because sometimes I'm like I'm not putting this in writing so I apologize and it worked but um I had to like record it like four times I was like no that wasn't right that wasn't right
0: (laughs) I told you we've been doing this for a while so I had to you know I had to research and get some random questions from your social media
1: I know I like that question that was a good one all right
0: um all right so you know how like the I don't even know if it's trending anymore but so I wrote it down I wrote these down like a while ago so, you know, I like the question. Yeah, because
1: we were supposed to do this a while ago.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like he, like he's a 10, but blank, right? Oh, yeah. All right. So he's a, he's a 10, but he doesn't like basketball.
1: He doesn't like, uh, I'll say he's like a five. Woo.
0: All right. This next one I'm saying because like we know each other, right? So he's a 10, but he calls you Alexis.
1: Oh, zero, <laughs> negative, negative a million. Oh, I hate when people call me Alexis. oh my gosh. And, I in, and I'm telling you, my parents do not ever call me So Even if you call me Alexis, like I don't even feel like I'm in trouble. I just feel yeah. like it's a complete stranger that's like looked at my passport or something. Like, what are you calling me Alexis for, you weirdo? So yeah, negative, every, negative infinity.
0: Wait, so what happens if you're, like, at the airport? Because you have to have your, like, real
1: name on there. What yeah, technology. I mean, they call me Lexi, like and I always, even... think, I always think it's weird. But like, even okay. like, on, like, hotel reservations or something, yeah. I'll be, like, um, they'll look at my ID, and I'll be, like, and mm, it probably says Lexi. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, which is funny, because, like, to... I completely be lying. Have you ever been
0: like, called on, and you're just, like, not even, you're, you don't even, like, hear it because you're not used to it no
1: every time i hear alexis i don't always like uh. what who is calling me alexis because i usually 99 of the time is someone trying to be funny so i always hear it
0: <laughs> all right that, that was a good one <clears throat> uh what's better a WNBA championship ring or an engagement engagement ring
1: championship ring <laughs> i answered that way too fast but no one <laughs> No one can take that. I mean, no one can take the engagement ring away, but I mean technically the engagement could be called off. <laughs> but I'll be a champion forever.
0: <laughs> what do you what are you watching on Netflix?
1: Um I just finished the Jeffrey Dahmer show. Um I haven't it was
0: watched a, it, so I can't I...
1: it's nuts. You should, I mean if you if you don't really like true crime and things like that then obviously you'll hate it um but like I'm like a big true crime girl like Law and Order, CSI, Dateline, all that type of stuff like snaps so I like like watching stuff like that and like I knew who Jeffrey Dahmer was but I didn't know like the extent of his crimes and like how long it went on and things like that. So, like a lot of people were, you know, criticizing it because, yeah, obviously you don't want to, you know, put the victims' families and friends and stuff through that all over again. So, like, you know, I, my heart goes out to them. When you know a new Jeffrey Dahmer film or TV show comes out, they're like, "Dang, like, can y'all let our people like just rest?" Yeah. But I had no idea like what his crimes were. Like that he had a very specific victim type how bad the Wisconsin police or like handled the situation and stuff like that so for me it was pretty informative And you know, a lot of people disagreed and you know but you know people hate everything now so but I like I mean every time people ask me about I'm like yeah you should watch it if you like are into that type of stuff because I think it was like one of the first times like the victims were kind of discussed and I think everything else about Jeffrey Dahmer was just about him um so you know it was the first time they kind of put you know the victims and you know said you know showed them and you know what they went through what their families went through and stuff like that um so and I don't like to say like I enjoyed it because it's Jeffrey Dahmer but I thought it was you know, a good show
0: yeah i'm not like uh i don't really like those but what was the one that was like a few years ago and it was like viral everyone was watching it and it was it was like the kid killed some. like it was a kid killed somebody and i remember like the interviews and the guy was like they were like yo he was like mentally not all there but but he like killed somebody i forgot what it was but i remember everyone it was was, on netflix yeah I totally forgot, but I just remember, like, I liked that
1: one, but it was crazy. Yeah, there's, like, a lot of
0: shows. What about, you that... watched the Manti Teo documentary?
1: Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> I... That's
0: my favorite one right now. Huh?
1: That was, like, every time I thought, I was like, okay, it can't get worse. It got worse. And I was like, all right, Manti Teo. I know you were a kid, but no not really absolutely not and i remember the tail end of that because we were like pretty young when like that blew up Mm -hmm. and i wasn't really like a huge football person at that age either at least not college football so i just was seeing like fake girlfriend fake girlfriend but like Mm -hmm. i did not know like how deep that whole story was as far as like him using it to like play his whole senior season for the dead girlfriend and i was when i was watching it i was like I just, yeah, that was it one was one hard one. for me to wrap my mind around it because we live in a time where like, that would never happen. Like
0: he's, he, Cat, Catfish is still around. I like, mean, yeah, Catfish,
1: yeah. Around. I watch Catfish all the time, but, and it's like, are y'all serious? But even like when the girl, like the girl that he was showing people pictures of, like she was, she was a real person. Yeah. So like in 2022, Manti-Taya gonna go on the football game this is my dead girlfriend. Somebody on earth is going to be like, I know her. I saw her yesterday. Like, that is not your dead girlfriend. <laughs> and then it would be over. But, like, back then, like, that wasn't really a thing yet. And I feel really sad for him. He seems like he's still very much naive. Like, if someone tried to catfish him again right now, they probably would be able to.
0: Nah, he's married and got kids now. He's. A, a I
1: still think that. <laughs> like, but I, my, oh, my gosh, my heart was breaking for him. And then the one that was catfishing him, like,
0: yeah, battles quick.
1: Did, like no um, remorse no nothing i like was I'm, like you're like the like after there was like a time where like that person felt like most hated for like a few days like after that documentary dropped because i was just like she didn't feel any type of way about that whole situation like she's just like i found myself and i'm free and, da, 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 yeah. and then was hula dancing and i'm like what is this
0: yeah, I don't get <laughs> how, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how he was not more mad and what. I mean, maybe he was I
1: know, times. but I'm glad that he was able to tell his side because you know I saw a lot of like sports writers like publicly apologizing to him on yeah. Twitter and stuff, which I was like, you know, I think he definitely deserves that. But I know his parents were probably so embarrassed. I was embarrassed for them. I was like, how are you guys going to let your son like do this? This is partially <laughs> y'all's fault too. But I'm glad he got his like full circle moment and got cleared up because he went through a lot and then his career was like ruined because mentally he was just like messed up so yeah that was a great documentary
0: did um the redeem team just came out so I didn't watch it but I know I'm
1: about to watch it on this hmm. I'm about to fly to Italy in a little bit so I'm gonna watch it on the plane
0: oh you're on, you're on, on vacation?
1: Yeah, Are living,
0: living your life?
1: Living my life. Sure am. You
0: got to tell me uh, uh, if the pizza is better there or not.
1: I have been to Italy in college for a foreign trip. And I want to say that I feel like you can find like pretty authentic pizza in the States. It's not as fresh though, but the pasta like is different over there. For sure. just everything is just more fresh. The wine over there is better too. Uh but you know, some people like just don't like fresh food because they're so used to the trash that we eat here. Mm-hmm. So but I love it. I'm like, that's what, what I'm most excited about is the food.
0: What's the last thing you bought on Amazon?
1: I don't really shop on Amazon that much. What did I buy?
0: Alright, or it was... Maybe
1: the- like a, a tripod because I break mine constantly. Like, I really don't be on Amazon like that on purpose. But the IG- I have. Like, oh, no! I bought like a 10-pack of lip glosses that I usually All get right. from the beauty supply store, but they had them in bulk on Amazon, so I bought them there instead.
0: But the IG ads get you? Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting my ass kicked right now with uh, hair companies oh my gosh like blonde hair red hair curly all types of hair um probably before things straight from IG ads, definitely usually clothes i felt i just
0: bought something from instagram and i felt weird yeah like felt weird
1: i tried i like looked into that but it's like sometimes like there's not a page attached to the store yeah, yeah. and then sometimes there is and then you go in the comments of like a post and they're like i ordered this five weeks ago and i still didn't get it <laughs> so i try to not order shave from instagram but i'll be looking are you looking on there for sure
0: well i guess we were just talking about vacation but i also had uh where do you where do you want someone to take you on vacation
1: i want someone to take me to turks and caicos I would say Bali or Bora Bora, but honestly, I don't even think I personally will ever take that trip because the travel time is absurd. And I don't know if I wanna see something that bad to sit on a plane for 25 plus hours. Like, I don't know, we'll see. Maybe if someone flies me like on a private plane there, I'll go. But I was looking at I'd be looking into stuff like that randomly because I'm just I like to know stuff and I saw them the flight times and I was like
0: maybe I have to do like a stop somewhere
1: yeah because those flights are ridiculous to go sit in a room on water and do nothing but mm. like when I go on vacation like I like I know like sometimes like those types of like they're like getaways but I like to go do stuff like I'm not gonna fly all that way to just sit in the room, like, and bike on the dock. That's from from what I've seen people doing in the Baldees and Bora Bora and stuff. That's all people are doing is laying in the room in their private pool and going on a bike ride. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if that's worth worth all that for me, but that could change when I'm a little older, but I want want more peace. You know, now I travel for adventure and fun and party and all that.
0: Yeah, one of my friends was a Bora Bora for his honeymoon like right after, it was last year. So, yeah, like, so, like giving
1: co- honeymoon. But sure. it was
0: like, but it was right after COVID so like stuff was still shut down and I was like, dude, that like sucks, like you didn't even do
1: anything. But I mean, obviously like that's what the point yeah, of honeymoon was. It was cool. cool. <laughs>
0: like, Alright. Um, <clears throat> Alright, yeah, I know you've been on a lot of podcasts and different things like that. So what's your what's your least favorite question you get asked? My least
1: favorite question? I don't know I don't think I have a least favorite question I really don't have a least favorite question at least not on podcasts. like reporters be asking stupid questions but people on podcasts, like y'all know what y'all doing
0: what's the worst reporter question like when you have a bad game oh I know exactly
1: what question this year after a game when I shot the ball well a reporter said, what did you do to improve your shooting in the offseason?
0: Now, when it comes in to reporting.
1: Yeah, I mean, statistically, yeah, I improved. But statistically, also, I'm an above-average shooter. So I was like, "Improve." I said, I just never got enough shots up in a game. What are you talking about? Like, I've always been a shooter. Like, like as if I like locked myself in the gym and did form shooting for three months like oh, I was so offended I was so offended when he asked me that like improve? No sir do it's you all like, about
0: do you like I know you've been on different teams now but like is it mostly the same reporter like do you know them now or is someone...
1: um, there's, yeah there's like a handful that I know the W, I, I mean, I have my issues with the W, the w media because a lot of them have no journalism background whatsoever outside of Twitter. Um, you know, some have, you know, emerged from the Twitter world and have proven themselves to be, you know, a fair and um, thoughtful reporter even though, you know, a lot of, some of them don't really have a background in that. And then a lot of them just be talking and don't really know what they're talking about or have any really real experience with basketball. So, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not the biggest advocate for the WBA Twitter group that has emerged the last few years. I think I've actually muted that hashtag completely off my Twitter feed, so Um, I think think they do. I think they do a lot. Sometimes I think sometimes they make valid points, but more times than not, they are saying things that annoy the hell out of me. So I'd rather just not see it.
0: If (laughs) I'm I'm not mistaken, I believe Kelsey Plum says she has the WNBA blocked on Twitter.
1: Yeah, I mean, muted. I think block is a little aggressive for me, but I have I have a lot of WNBA things muted. Which is, um, it's just funny to say, because you're like, y'all need to support us more, watch us more. But, like, we're in it. Like, we're doing it. Like, that doesn't apply to us. And, like, sometimes it's, like, a lot all the time. And, like, you don't want to get on Twitter and just see, like, all these opinions and just stupid things. Like, we I mean, have a lot of people and things muted on.
0: I just, course. like, well, I kind of do it sometimes, too. But, like, there's people... I was talking to someone, and they were like, yo, I have a whole separate account for, like, different things, like, purposely, so I see them on my timelines and stuff.
1: Well, I, um, there's, like, my mom told me, like, there's, like, a setting on your Twitter to where you can, like, switch off having, like, related yeah. accounts, and I did that one day, and, like, just seeing a whole nother side of, issues and you know conversations was very refreshing for me but I also have the self-awareness that not everybody thinks like me so even when I like click on something or I'm talking about something I do like to look like through the thread and see like what other people think about it just just to see what other people think about it but there are like a lot of people in this world that like they think that like everybody on the earth thinks like them and like if they run into somebody that doesn't think like them they're like against them and I think that's the weirdest thing ever and but I had to switch it back because I saw a lot of like funny a lot of funny things come on my Twitter so I had to go back to my people because I've like curated my timeline on Twitter like perfectly like it's like probably my favorite timeline I have is my Twitter ones. all
0: right I know they're they're making a lot of different changes too so I wouldn't be surprised if there's kind of yeah, like, making, like whatever stuff.
1: whatever algorithm Twitter and TikTok have that's what Instagram need to take because whatever Instagram got going on right now is the bullshit and I hate it. Like, and I love like, I had a mute, like, to mute like all this, like I had to mute all of like the sporting pages because that's all I see because they post 76 times a day. So I'm like, no, no normal person is posting that often. So like My friend that I love seeing pictures of because they do fun things and cute outfits, I'm never going to see her because freaking Bleacher Report is posting 700 reels in two hours and all I'm going to see is Bleacher Report. But I love Bleacher Report, so it's a dilemma. So I want to see Bleacher Report more on my friends. So Bleacher Report had to go. And I still don't see my friends because now I see because you follow Bleacher Report, maybe you'll like, this page is dead. like
0: you gotta get the burner account that just you follow just sports on there
1: oh my gosh like i have yeah i might have to because i have a burner account for like fashion and and stuff like that um and i go on there a lot for like inspo um because I, I obviously that doesn't come from like a ton of people that i follow now so i might have to do that for sports but i like that they follow me so you know i can't i can't unfollow them because yeah. I think it's cool that like you lose your porn and ESPN and all them follow me. So. True.
0: I <laughs> gotcha. Um, <clears throat> this one will make you think a little. You might come up with something fast, I think. What What's something most people think is true that you believe isn't? It could be anything.
1: Freaking Mercury retrograde. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People are like, no, it's in retrograde. That's why everything's going wrong. Or that's why I have like that's why I have a bad attitude. No, you have a bad attitude, you have a bad attitude. Like what the hell is I don't even know what Mercury retrograde is. It's all that like astrology trash. Oh, you're a Scorpio. Oh, Oh, you're a cancer. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, no. no. But retrograde, but like retrograde. Is like the way the planets or something is aligned and like it makes shit on Earth be weird. So people think like when there's like events happening back to back to back, people are like, is Mercury in retrograde? No, the world is just in a is weird. People are weirdos. Like hold yourself accountable for doing weird stuff and don't blame the universe for everything.
0: Well, you taught me something new today.
1: Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and search that up. Cause go on Twitter, because even merch, people are like, mercury. even like with all the stuff going on, like people are like retrograde is retrograde is almost over, guys. It's okay. No, not why this thing. This is not why things are happening. And people really be locked into that stuff and the horoscopes and your rising oh. sun, moon, and all that. I'm like. No. Yeah, I don't. I'm glad y'all are passionate about it, but we are not gonna blame behavior on your your sign. No.
0: I don't like the horoscope thing.
1: I mean, it would be like Sorry, sometimes man. it would be on point, but I'm never gonna use my sign as an excuse as to why I. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah reacted i can also <laughs> read other ones and i could also you know how they have the daily ones i could also read yeah like you can relate i feel
1: like too. you can relate Your yeah. if you took the sign off the top or yeah. people will be like or post something they'll be like what sign is this you open the comments people are like every sign so i'm like Man. what are we even talking about
0: <laughs> yeah. so um no more chick-fil-a indian food
1: um still love <laughs> chick-fil-a i actually almost got it this morning but the hotel I'm at had, oh my gosh, I had the best hotel breakfast. Like it, the breakfast I just had at this hotel tasted like someone's grandma cooked it up herself and brought it to the hotel. Like, It was so good, like fresh. It didn't taste dry. The eggs weren't like runny out of the box. I had like a nice little omelet. So I'm glad I didn't get chick A this morning. My new favorite food is tacos. So we have left Chick-fil-A. If I had to eat something for the rest of my life, it would be tacos from taco trucks in LA.
0: I think out of everything uh, over the years, your food changes a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I would consider myself a, almost a foodie, a full-time foodie now. I've tapped into seafood finally. Um, my taste buds have matured, I think. And I will try all things. The Indian food was delicious, but... My stomach was hurting for like two days. <laughs> um, but tacos have my heart. Chick Fil A always got a place in my heart. But tacos have definitely overtaken Chick Fil A for my favorite food right now. I love tacos. Was that because you were in L.A. and they had good tacos? There? I think I've. Oh, I mean, I always, I've always loved Chipotle. Um, which isn't like that's not tacos, but it's Mexican food. I've always loved Mexican food. Um, I discovered the beauty of tacos last year i think from i kept seeing them on tiktok and i had to go try them and in la they're everywhere in the trucks but like they have good everything quesadillas, steak tacos um but yeah it's just tacos I mean, obviously they're not great for you but you're not they're not the worst it's better than chifle and i can have like 10 tacos like and be good, like, and they're like two dollars a taco, like it's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do
0: you want to do a NBA cut, em, bench, em, start? Em?
1: An NBA what?
0: Like cut, bench, start.
1: Oh yeah, all right, let's go.
0: Dame Dame Lillard, Steph Curry, John Moran.
1: Oh. You know, Dave is my dog, but he gotta go now. Um, starting Jaw benching Steph and cutting Dame. Damn, Jaw might be one of my favorite players in the league. He's so fun. He's like this new this new era of players. Like it's like if you want to, how to how to the young kids. And college kids, you know, act and carry themselves. Yeah. And I think he does it like in a good way. Except for on Twitter sometimes. He kind of goes a little crazy on Twitter. But I think it's funny. And I think that he didn't let people shame him off of Twitter, which I love that. And he just kept staying on that. He, like he pulled other players on Twitter that ain't been on Twitter in years. So I think that that's cool that he is on there and he interacts with fans and stuff. Um, But then he like brings it on the court. So, yeah, definitely one of my faves. Exciting.
0: Because of experience, I'm taking Damian Lillard.
1: I just, and he, I don't know. He's just all in Portland. Like, it's like on the end of the earth. Has no intention of leaving. He doesn't like it. I mean, obviously I can't, like, I hate when people speak on situations they know nothing about, but it just looks like he just doesn't care about what happens in Portland. Like, you know, you see these guys like politicking, trying to get their teams better, and I think he'd just be chilling in Portland. So Which, uh, like, how about fun. a
0: scenario question? If he wins a chip in Portland, is that more valuable than, like, say Kevin Durant's two chips? And
1: in- Oh, for sure. But that's never going to happen because no one's going to Portland. <laughs> i mean i feel for him it's a hard sell like it's portland but i don't really think he like makes that much of an effort but he said i mean he always says he's not interested in the super team building a team type i'm like okay well that's fine because everyone else is so you're just never gonna win a championship but he's making a lot of money and setting up his family for the rest of their lives. And at the end of the day, that is the most important thing.
0: True. Are you a model now?
1: You know, you're like a lot of people ask me that. It's so funny. No, but I was in LA and people do a lot of stuff like that out there. So I just tap it in. But I've always done stuff like that. No one just, no one cared before, but I did. Um, That's so funny. I'm trying to get on Sports Illustrated. True. You know, that's what we're doing now. So I would love to do a Sports Illustrated one day. But like, I've always wanted to do that. I thought I wanted, I used to want to do like the body issue, but I think I would draw the line there. I think that's a little too much. I think those pictures are beautiful but I don't think I could do anything like that. Um, but yeah, I would love to try and model for somebody's brand, but you know, you kind of just have to put yourself out there, which is what I'm doing. So I'm glad that you asked that. It makes me feel good. <laughs> when's,
0: when's, when's like a Reebok
1: shoot? But, me and Reebok will have to have a conversation very soon because I need to there needs to be something with me on it somewhere. Gotcha. I mean, I'm plugging them with this Foot Locker campaign I got. So when I do things like that, I think they're like pretty satisfied with that. Um, but again, I've always been gone. So I'll be around a little sure. bit more. So hopefully. Um, and they've been going through like some changes internally also. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just got to be patient. You know, they they take care of us. So hey,
0: I think they recently got bought out or didn't.
1: Yeah, Shaq and mm-hmm. the team. Yeah, Shaq and Yeah, the team. like they've been going through a lot and they've managed to like keep us, you know, a priority. So definitely grateful for that.
0: That's dope. What are what are your thoughts on us doing this annually?
1: I think it's funny. Honestly, I don't think like <laughs> I think it's gonna be funny to see how how different I am, but still like very much <clears> the same.
0: Like it just happened that it was like your rookie year and stuff.
1: Yeah, when I was like, it wasn't well, like a plan at that time, I wasn't here. the misery hadn't hit me yet. So, I'm glad you got me at a high point in Connecticut because if you had waited till like this time, my after my first season, I would have been like the worst, and you probably wouldn't want to do this again.
0: <laughs> yeah, who knows? But yeah, no, I think it's dope. I think, uh, like, who else, like, no one, like. I don't know. Yeah. Besides the Billy. Yeah. Like, know.
1: you're going to have to send me, you're going to have to make like an edit of all the answers, how they do with, with Billy. And then send them to me. And I'll put them on my Instagram, like as a reel. Cause I guess it'd be cool to see, like, cause you're going to see, like, my first year, I'm like very excited. And then, middle two years, I'm kind of like, what the fuck is going on? Well, the, and now, uh... like, I'm back kind of like to year rookie year, like, like, excited for the future and things like that. But yeah, we're gonna have to like make some type of edit and and how me we, how we've gotten like more comfortable, like obviously the first time it was like more formal. Now I'm like <laughs> laying down and <laughs> the hotels. So I think it's I think people would really enjoy seeing, you know, a few answers like all back to back to back.
0: Yeah, so the uh yeah. the third one, I believe that was when yeah, the COVID year. Was when I asked you the same question some of the same questions and then in the edit It wasn't like a clip, but it was inside the main video that it was going like back and forth
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that would be dope. Cause I, I would definitely put that on Everything
0: montage. Actually. Montage. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, well, I uh, appreciate you coming on you. Oh, wait, you got any tea or something you could like, you want to speak on anything else? Um, evil that was a evil that was evil
1: right there oh no I ain't got nothing <laughs> I don't have a thing you know <clears throat> I really just be out here living and existing and enjoying life being grateful and blessed so I'm happy I ain't got no tea I try to and if I do hear some tea I'm just like I don't I don't care about it I don't hear it I know yesterday I I got into with people about the Draymond Jordan Poole incident on Twitter. But I'm just like, y'all always show like that y'all have never been like on the athletic team before. And it's fine if you haven't, but yes, people fight in practice. People fight in games. People fight everywhere. Like. I don't know. Like, obviously, it wasn't right what he did, but I I was like, why are y'all all acting like this is the first fight that has happened in a practice? Like, it was, I just thought everybody's reaction was very strange.
0: I think it was more, well, one, it's like NBA, NBA, two, it was Draymond Green, like in NFL, it's like that. But I'm just like, do y'all,
1: are y'all mad that Draymond hit Jordan Poole or are y'all, finally happy that y'all can talk shit about Draymond Green, like how y'all always wanted to. Both. Like, yeah, I can't, I think Draymond Green is really annoying, but I think he's really good at his job. And he, this is his personality that everyone has allowed to be his personality for years. So based on the reactions of the team, like that is not the first fight that has happened in practice. I wanna know who leaked the video. That is the real question I think we need to be asking.
0: It's an intern that's getting fired.
1: Or quit. (laughs) Or quit. Or had enough because... Sold it
0: to TMZ and got some... Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like, yeah, it was not okay. And then everyone's like, he knocked him out. I'm like, y'all don't know if he knocked him out. The video stopped. Like, y'all don't know anything. It was just like so much, like people, the way people just like speculate on situations now, or people like, I bet you that Draymond was tired of this and I bet Jordan Poole was I'm like, y- y'all don't know these, like y'all don't know any of them. Like, it's like the weirdest thing ever, how people are able to just freely build these scenarios and situations in their head and they go Twitter about it. Like, no, they're going to figure it out. Maybe, maybe they won't be able to move past this. I would love for them to win another championship after this happens. happened. And then what is everybody going to say? Like...
0: I, I just think it was more, like, uh, to... Like, one, like, I was saying, like, if it happens in the NFL, which it happens every training camp and videos come out, but... Everyone's not. like, yeah, yeah,
1: competitive. Yeah. No.
0: I guess... Cause like, what is the
1: difference?
0: Because they actually hit people.
1: Yeah. Like, hockey.
0: Hockey, you could literally fight in the game.
1: Like it's so weird so I'm like y'all imagine if
0: that, okay imagine this would be I mean it would be pretty dope imagine they could really fight in bat, like NBA like cockiness oh like, the ref just gets in between them and they just go at it little... man those would
1: be the worst fights ever because none of them guys really want to fight for real which is that's why when they be squaring up that's so funny like if y'all really wanted to throw a punch I would but y'all don't want to
0: well appreciate you coming on good luck in year six
1: six we year made six. it Thank you.